used to want to me get this with my dad and so get it. They don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Well, either way. Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. I am here determined to stop this future atrocity. It's just not a natural thing we would do in our society. You don't see that. Yes. Two things that have only never let me down in this entire country's history. The First Amendment and Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Let me tell you, the one that matters is me. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. Jamar is Jamar, Jamar is and Lamar. University of Middle Tennessee. This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C, it sounds like Burbank. (laughs) A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. I'm not sure over this music I can do anything other than say, and you get a new car! A new car! Today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. A brand new jet ski! Our general manager is at Real Donald Trump. Donald Trump's Twitter account. Is our judge ruling that he can't block people? It's a violation of the Constitution. Well, there's something the founding fathers had never considered when they uh, came up with the idea of free speech. Mm. Mm. How a questionable little, decision. How it will affect Twitter in the year 2018. So Donald Trump constitutionally cannot block people on his Twitter feed. Well, that's what ad judge claimed. That judge is wrong. You think? Yes. So because the the, the judge is making the claim that if the president blocks you, you don't have the ability to comment on his Twitter feed. You also don't get to see his tweets, which maybe that has something to do with it, too, if the president has If news. you're blocked, you don't get to see people's tweets? Correct. I've no, I don't know if I've ever been Until blocked. Until so. you open up another account under the name of Juan to go out, you know, or Manuel Labor. Oh, I shouldn't have to sneak around to try to... That, that, well, I didn't know that. Newspaper. Yeah, I didn't know that. You, you, that that is something. A lot of A lot of important news is made by the president in his Twitter. If you can't access it, that's that's weird. Well, yeah, but people who aren't on Twitter at all, they don't have accounts here about it every day through the news media. Uh-huh. I mean, the president does all sorts of stuff in meetings I don't hear about. I just, this this will not stand. Yeah, but in a meeting, it's not a blast to the public. He blasts the public, except for these six people that I hate. I don't want you to hear what I'm blasting. Um... I, I doubt it's unconstitutional, but I didn't I didn't know that that happened when he blocked you. How, how does he determine who to block? Doesn't he have a million some millions and millions of followers? I think God, he, he probably gets... glances at it, sees a particular a particularly venomous uh, tweet, and then bongs them. Same way I block textures. Right, I see exactly. text now and then. I thought I just have no use for this person. Right. All it's you're not doing consistent. is consistent. All you're doing is clogging up the Twitter line. Right. Exactly. A pox on you. Uh-huh. Hmm. Anyway unconstitutional. Uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi, this morning, Michael. I'm doing good. A little sore this morning. I'm trying to make a uh, pact to myself of uh, working out every other day. I figure I can't do it every day, but if I could do it every other day... You got a board to carry around? No, <laughs> I don't. But yeah, Marshall Phillips was my inspiration. If he can do 10 push-ups, then I can 
at least work out every other day. Yeah, that's but a good one. But he can't do ten push. Hey now. <laughs> so where does that leave you? That's it. That's a good one, Michael. That's a good one. I should I should get there myself. I still have yet to climb up on the elliptical machine that's sitting over in the corner of our room. So have we we haven't gotten to once yet, right? Correct. I've okay. not done it once. So every other day seems very ambitious. But <laughs> if you know, structure is good. Is I it? I would need to do it, yeah, regularly or not at all. If if I plan on like when I feel like it or something like that, that's not going to work. Is it just a lack of free time? Well, my current lifestyle with my current children in their current states um i am so freaking exhausted by that i get to the end of the day the idea of i think i'll exercise now just seems so (laughs) crazy that's why you've got to get up an hour early jack (laughs) he says shortly before being murdered (laughs) i mean on the other hand you either do it or you don't and if you don't you die early so you know it's kind of got to fit in somewhere too much blanking perspective yeah yeah exactly yeah Maybe. let's start with a vigorous walk up and down your driveway my huh? dad's my dad's favorite saying was always you don't have time for that do you have time for a heart attack yeah because that that'll work its way into your schedule the heart attack's not going to say well i know you're very busy with the kids so i'll, I'll hold off till later hmm. that's not the way heart attacks work it's a good point um there's positive sean whose smile lights up the room how are you sean doing very well uh the latest installment of the extended star wars universe uh debuts this weekend this movie is entitled Solo. It is the the origin story, somewhat, of one Han Solo of uh, Harrison Ford's fame. Um, this movie, I anticipate to be horrible. I can't <laughs> wait to see it. Um, it went through at least three different directors, with finally landing on Ron Howard being the final one to come in. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Ron there, Howard. There was rumors that the lead that they chose to play Han Solo required an acting coach about midway through the the filming of this movie. Um, so yeah, I anticipate it to be awful, but I also can't wait to see it. God, Ron Howard, I would think he'd have a lot of pride on the line in trying to make this a good thing, and he's good. Although, has he ever done anything in this realm? Well, Star Wars ish. Um, I'm I'm not even sure what that means. He did uh, he, big he, special he, effects sort of movie. Has he done stuff like he that? He did. Uh, what was the uh, Apollo thirteen movie? He also yeah, did Paul, Rush, oh, right. the uh, racing movie recently. Yeah, right. yeah, but right. that, that was that practically a doc, hey, documentary. Did he do the uh, Zero or whatever, the No Gravity movie with, uh, what's her name, the cutie? I'm a big movie fan. <laughs> <laughs> George Clooney and the girl the from uh, My Cousin Vinny. <laughs> no. Sandra Bullock. Yeah, you don't know funny. the names of the movies or yeah. the people in them. No. So <laughs> no. then we got to try to guess. <laughs> Not what really. No. It's like charades. It's a guessing game. It's a fun guessing Henry Winkler and Charlize Theron, they were never in a movie together. The handsome guy. The handsome with the big jaw, him. right? The handsome guy and the little right. cutie with the oh, kind the of a blonde, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, there's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. Are you, Marshall? Well, I got to tell you, we've got an iconic celebrity birthday today. Michael, have we set the audio table? All right. It is none other than American singer, songwriter, Nobel Prize winner. Bob Dylan, a.k.a. Robert Zimmerman's birthday today. And he's how old? Stop bringing up the Nobel Prize. We're all mystified by that. 77 today. Wow. Still a working musician. Still out on the road. He has seemed 77 for quite some time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bob Dylan's net worth, 
now stands at $185 million. That's all? Hmm. Wow, what went wrong there? Well, you, you got to sell, uh, you know, blowing in the wind to uh, some, uh, some wind farm consortium and <laughs> Mr. sell T- subterranean homesick blues to the New York Subway Authority or something. <laughs> right. yeah. Mr. T hears that. He says, ah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Really. yeah. That's true. Mr. T, whose net worth was what, $185? <laughs> very close yeah. to that. Uh, yeah. Wow, uh, Bob, a much more normal person than uh, most people think. Uh, by all uh, descriptions. I'll take your word for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've hung out. Um, I'm Jack Armstrong. I was briefly a traveling Wilbury, <laughs> but I, I don't like to travel. So they fired Sorry, me. you stopped. You got off the bus. Yeah, I, was, I asked to be a stay-at-home Wilbury, <laughs> and they fired me. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Thursday, May 24th, year 2018. Set you straight in 21-8. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right. Let's get started officially now. According, according to FCC rules and regs, here we go, Ed. Mark. We'll shut down concession sales during that period of time, during the anthem. Like, I, I don't think it's appropriate for us to profit during that period of time. Like, if we want it to be sacrosanct, if we want to honor the flag, we're going to make sure that we go through a litany of things to make sure that, that we're not going to force people to stand in, in their seats, but we are certainly going to make sure that we are not profiting during that, you know, two to three minutes of time during the game. What is that? Who is that young firebrand? That was Jed York, owner of the San Francisco 49ers. So the owners announced yesterday that, uh, or the league announced, that they're going to fine teams whose players and personnel don't stand. And one owner went so far as to say, we'll stop concessions during the national anthem. Now, is that a... Is that a, like a virtue signaling? We're more patriotic we, than other teams? Or is no. that a, we're going to go so far it's ridiculous? I think that smacks, given what I know of not only the San Francisco Bay Area and the 49ers and all, that smacks a little of, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Well, then we're not going to sell you any beer. Uh, of note, he also abstained from the vote. Yeah, he, he's not in favor of the policy. So I, I think he's punishing... Like the fans or the league or somebody's throwing does, a snit over it. Who makes money off concessions? The owner of each team or does the league get part of that? There's a league share. There's, there's yeah, a profit but share. it's got to be a minority share, right? I'd imagine that the team gets most of the money. But anyway, so he's punishing himself. <laughs> I I don't know. It, it seems like a snit to me. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Maybe it's not a well thought out snit. I don't know. But maybe it's a oh yeah, well, well oh it's so important. We won't even serve you French fries during the right. National so you don't even get to buy beer. How do you like that now? It always has. Although I, that seems so odd. So cutting off your nose to spite your face ish. Yeah, that it doesn't make any sense. Of course, a lot of what Jed York has done hasn't made a great deal of sense. It always has seemed weird to me though that we uh, at least you know the way I grew up, we are expected to stand and put our hand over our heart during the national anthem take off our hat which i always have mm-hmm. but at the same time people were milling around or standing in line to get hot dogs or whatever yeah. and that always seemed strange to me yeah yeah which fits in kind of the whole there's no real reason for it it's not i mean it's just it's a made-up thing what's that the national anthem at sporting events that, yeah that that's yeah that that's just required started and and there's some suggestion it has to do with the nfl's advertising contract with the military for their recruiting mm. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm very torn on this because, you know, I, I, I'm a patriot. I believe in respect for the ideals of the country, et cetera, et cetera. But I also respect the rights of people who, who don't want to, um, I will judge you for that. I will make us, I will make assumptions about you. If you are jabbering or give the finger to the flag or whatever, I will make some big ass assumptions 
uh, about you, but I, I cherish your right to do that. I've known people that use the national anthem as the best time to go get a beer or a hot dog or whatever, because mm. most people uh, don't do that. I, I never would, but see that as an opportunity. Wow, that's an interesting. Or if the bathroom's take. not as busy. Yeah, yeah, which is probably true. Uh, what are other headlines? I don't Marshall stand th- with my hand on my heart in the bathroom. North Korea blows up its nuke site amid confusing signals about the summit. Trump is doubling down on the border wall and the connection between weekend naps and early death. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Yeah, I saw a tweet go around the other day about this band, the Traveling Wilburys. Michael, turn this up right here. That snare drum, that was me. (laughs) Um... So this is Jeff Lynn, Tom Petty, George Harrison, and Bob Dylan, and they and it was back in the day. Joe Getty. Back in the day when they came out. And Roy Orbison. If, if you and Roy Orbison, right. if you had to predict who was going to be dead from this group by 2018, you wouldn't have chosen George Harrison and Tom Petty. The last surviving Wilbury might be Bob Dylan, depending on Jeff Lynn's health, which is weird. Hmm. Anyway, there you go. Uh, how's mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. This is where I was singing with Tom and Bob right here. Everybody got somebody. <laughs> oh, it's it's good. It's uh, about average, frankly. You're a stay-at-home Wilbury. <laughs> That's right. I, I get carsick. <laughs> so we'll get into more of the news. Travel. More of the news of the day coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Oh, that labor man said, son, now can you sing a little bit more clear? So, interesting article, front page of the USA Today today. The walls that divide about walls around the world that various countries are putting up to keep... Jack, 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 build bridges, not walls. I can't quite figure out what their point is. Coexist! Coexist! Is build bridges, not walls, the new coexist? I don't know. Anyway, there are now 77 different walls around the world. When the Berlin Wall came down in 1989, there were only 15. There are now 77. A lot of them in Europe, keeping various uh, refugees from uh, African countries out. More on that later. It's interesting. I can't figure out what their point is. Seems to be the point is it's awful that Trump wants to build a wall somehow. I, you know, I suspected from the beginning that that was probably their point, but I haven't seen it. I am kind of interested. But there are a lot of walls in a lot of countries in Europe. Hmm. Mailbag. Woohoo! Oh, because we're taking tomorrow off? This is the yeah, last day of the week? Sh- yeah, so I wasn't sure what to do there. This is the last day of our work week. Yeah. Well, it's Thursday. I was not. I was not aware of this. <laughs> wow! Really? Yeah. It slipped my mind. So, if somebody hadn't reminded me, I would have showed up yesterday. Or I'll tell my wife I'm working. Yeah. There you go. Um. Um. Uh. Or so, Sean. Did you do one? Oh yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah we yeah. discussed it yesterday. Oh. Yeah. So that whole I didn't know about it. That was a lie. He just didn't remember. Well, I'd forgotten about it. Well, but... it has no consequence in my life. <laughs> that is why. Wow. Really? Oh, hey, ho. Oh, that sounded a little hurtful. I'm not sure why, but that's very hurtful. It, listen, sir, if you don't care about this show, there's the door. 
No, the only the turned only... his own weapon against it. <laughs> no, if if I were going off on a beach vacation or something, I would like be so excited and counting oh, the hours. Oh, I see. My my day will actually be harder tomorrow being at home than it is here. So come in like, and do a show. So it's not like I'm you know just can't wait to get there. Or I something. hear you. I hear that. <laughs> Let's take a fond look back at the rather short week that was. It's uh, it's cow clips of the week. Is Draymond Green as annoying in person as he is, as he is on in, on television? Annoying who? You should go talk to him yeah. downstairs. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm saying. <laughs> While the least fit city in the country was once again Man Boobs, Louisiana. <laughs> Throws it down to James, catches in traffic and backs it home. What a pass and what a catch! At some point, we will get on a train. That train ride will last about 11 hours. Then there will be a bus ride that will last for four hours. And finally, a one-hour hike to the actual site itself where we will witness its demolition. If one support animal isn't doing the trick, the problem isn't the number of animals. Hingle McCringleberry, Penn State University. <laughs> Xmas Jackson Flaxen Waxen, California University of Pennsylvania. That was calf. Clips of the AF week. What was that beast we kept hearing in there? The Those sound were about a couple goats? of lynxes, right? Oh, right Lynxi? Right. <laughs> Whatever. Mailbag. It's all. <laughs> That's also the sound. Whenever you see people arguing on the internet, that's the verbal, uh, that's the audible representation of people arguing on the internet. I like that. that. Yeah, those were, yeah. No, Michael Jordan's the greatest of all time. That sounds a tad like passion. (laughs) Depending on, you know. Does it now? Who's involved? Interesting. (laughs) Mailbag is actually, we could do an hour uh, plus of mailbag. A lot of great emails. We have very little time. Maybe we'll drop them in throughout the show. Uh, here's Ian and Tijuana. Uh, Jose, or should I address you as my lord of the 24? Ah, of course, 24th most uh, powerful talk show in America. Uh, he uh, includes a couple of uh, quotes about fools, including this one from Bill Murray. It's hard to win an argument with a smart person. It's nearly impossible to win an argument with a stupid person. Well said, Bill. How often does arguing ever change anybody's mind? Depends how you go about it. Our colleague Mike Slater wrote a book about how to change people's minds. Uh, I should read that. Probably uh, starts with not referring to them as a stupid person. I was thinking about that uh, in terms of politics, anything. How often do people's minds get changed on things? Boy, not very often. Twice a day. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, not, not terribly often. Uh, dear OSJ and OMJ, that's old Simple Jack and original Morning Joe. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that, uh, <laughs> Travis and Karen in beautiful Olympia, Washington. Um, over the years, my wife has gone from humoring me by letting me listen to you guys while we're out driving to being a fan who listens to all 20 hours each week. Yes. Very cool. Uh, she started taking interest in various thinkers slash intellectuals mentioned on the show, like Thomas Sowell and uh, Tim Sandifer. Um, he, he's, he's a photographer... And, well, blah, 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 she really liked a quote from Sowell. The fact that so many successful politicians are such shameless liars is not only a reflection on them, it is also a reflection on us. 
When the people want the impossible, only liars can satisfy. Boy, that's good. That's great. When people want the impossible, like so much stuff for so little money. Yeah, what do you expect them to do? Right. Who else is going to get elected? Well said. Well quoted. Well, we'll have some bonus mailbag coming up. I insist. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, Marshall's News on the way. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Since we were just talking about it, a couple of quick texts on regional differences with the uh, national anthem. Went to a, a sporting event in San Antonio during the anthem. Um, even the cars in the nearby street pulled over. All the pedestrians stopped. The cops directing traffic stopped the cars and turned to the flag. It was inspirational. Wow. A different text was at a baseball game in Kansas City last year. Everyone stopped in their tracks in the concourse and removed their hats during the national anthem. Seems to be a regional difference. Sure. To uh, California. Absolutely. Yeah, that is interesting. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, while the fate of the U.S.-North Korea summit may be uncertain, North Korea went ahead uh, with what appears to be the destruction of its nuclear missile testing site. CBS reporter Ben Tracy is on site watching the action. What we saw was North Korea claim to completely destroy that site. They put explosives inside the three remaining test tunnels. Two of those tunnels, they say, were still usable, that they could have conducted further tests. But they put explosives in them and then blew them up in front of the media that was there. There were no independent monitors to verify the destruction, but there was the gaggler reporter standing around watching. Well, well it's impossible to verify whether or not they're using a different mountain, right? I think it would be safe to assume that this is some sort of subterfuge. Well, based on their past, it'd be like, you know, if your wife or husband has cheated on you multiple, multiple times... And and they and they claim that their you know their their hotel meeting with this guy is not going to be cheating. Right. You're kind of stupid to believe them. Mm. During a wide-ranging interview with Fox and Friends this morning, President Trump says he is not going to be approving any immigration bill unless it includes the tough measures he's been asking for. They actually have four different bills. Unless it includes a wall, and and I mean a wall, a real wall, and unless it includes very strong border security, there'll be no approvals for me because I have to either approve it or not. Now, Trump's adding the government's doing what it can with the $1.5 billion approved for the border in the budget bill. He said that uh, means miles of border fencing and walls being fixed, essentially becoming brand new. Well, I think USA Today is trying to make the point with their cover story that it's awful that we're building a wall. But, um... They point out there are 800 miles of fences in Europe, which is just 40% of the 2,000-mile wall that Trump wants to build. Well, what I took from that is these tiny little countries have built so many walls that they've got 800 miles worth of walls. we got a giant country. If we want to secure our border, we have to build a much longer wall. But if their point was, see, we want to build way more walls than they have in other places, that it didn't register that way with me. Well, this, and, and the circumstances are completely different. That's just a silly comparison. Uh, but they show I, I, a wall you know, here I'll on the. Elaborate uh, if you want, but I think it's fairly self-evident that France and Belgium have a very different relationship than the United States and Mexico slash Guatemala slash all of Central and South America. Well, yeah, those walls, the eight hundred miles of walls, are in various places to try to stop the flood of uh, immigration from mostly African countries. Right. Right. Um, in the same way we, we are talking about a wall, have walls on the southern border, and we don't on the northern border. And as you've pointed out, more and more are being built as those uh, demographic trends continue yeah. to put pressure on existing developed countries. 
During that interview with Fox, Trump went on to say the NFL is doing the right thing with its policy banning kneeling during the national anthem. Trump saying, You have to stand proudly for the national anthem. Well, you shouldn't be playing. You shouldn't be there. Maybe you shouldn't be in the country. <laughs> like yeah, it. we know. I we like know. It. He's threatening to deport people who aren't proud. That's unconstitutional. It's outrageous. It's a constitutional crisis. We know. Remember, Trump says all sorts of crap. Adjusting her position, California U.S. Senator Dianne Feinstein says she no longer supports the death penalty, a reversal of her decades-long support that is coming down during a primary campaign where her stiffest challenge is from a fellow Democrat, State Senator Kevin DeLeon. Yeah, so she just all of a sudden, and t- talking about changing your mind, how often do you change your mind? How often do people change their mind on major subjects in their 80s? Well, when you're running against somebody else who's got a different opinion. and But uh, changing uh, views on that, it's still um, mostly supported in this nation, the death penalty. But Bill Clinton ran and got elected as a Democrat in 92, supporting the death penalty. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't happen now. You wouldn't get the nomination. Probably not, no. I I will tell you this, though. Partly through the development of DNA uh, technology, the Innocence Project, etc., there's a hell of a lot more prosecutorial misconduct and screwed-up witness testimony than I had appreciated back in the day. And, you know, I thought I had a pretty good grasp of that. So I could see people's opinions evolving on that basis. Dianne Feinstein in her 80s, I'm guessing that's not (laughs) what's happening here, but... You know, that's a factor for people. In the NBA playoffs, the Boston Celtics have a three games to two lead in the NBA's Eastern Conference Finals after Jason Tatum contributed 24.7 rebounds, four assists in the victory over the Cavaliers. Tatum has got possession is saved. Shot clock is a three. Tatum, left-hand dribble, pulls up at 20 feet. Got it at the shot clock buzzer. And a child shall lead them. The Celtics taking the Cavs wow. 96 what? to 83. That's a little over the top. <laughs> That's a little much. <laughs> you know, I didn't watch any of that because uh, I don't follow sports anymore. Mm, but yes. then but then at the end of the evening, I thought, did I do anything more important than that? No, not really. Wow, really? <laughs> I just, I did dishes and stuff like that. I, I well, that's arguably, you know, yeah, it's got to be done. But I do that while I'm listening to the oh, game. Uh, so you just did them and were miserable. And, listen, silence. and listen to news. Blah, 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 no. Trump. Blah, 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 <laughs> collusion. Was that, was that better than taking in sports? Mm, I, I, I don't know. At some point, you're going to be in the ground. And uh, <laughs> did you have a good run or kind of a crappy one? Right. Could have gotten on the elliptical. I, I could have gotten on the elliptical. You that's could've. right. And, of course, in the NHL playoffs, the Washington Capitals took out the Tampa Bay Lightning 4-zip in an exciting conclusion that sends them off to the Stanley Cup Finals. Viva Las Vegas! The Capitals are going to T-Mobile Arena Monday night. Game one of the Stanley Cup Final. This improbable run, this magical spring, this run on lives sentence. on into the month of June. Unbelievable. This excessive description if you're not in that city. This collection of phrases. It's 4-0. It wasn't that exciting. I've been holding all this in for 30 minutes. The capital of sin versus the capital. Yes. At oh least, my. At least he didn't say in a child shall lead them. That's too much for <laughs> yeah, me. That, yeah, way, way too much. I, I happened to be in uh, Washington, D.C. last year as the Capitals were storming their way toward not getting into the Stanley Cup final. But the city was, everywhere you looked, there was people in Capitals jerseys heading to the game, and there was great excitement, et cetera, et cetera. And, 
And uh, and the fact that you have a brand new franchise in the finals yep. of the of a sport, um, it's it's crazy. If you're into hockey at all, this is going to be a fun one. It's at, only the second time in history that an expansion team has made it all the way to the championship game of the respective sport. But the first time it happened is a little bit of an asterisk. It's when the NHL went from six to twelve teams, so they added six teams. All six of the new teams were in one division, so one of them had to go to the finals. Ah, well explained. <laughs> there you go. Thanks. Thanks. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. You know, that was that was way back. Yes. As a hockey fan, what was that, like in the 30s or something? It doesn't matter, but that's a great marketing idea. That was smart. And a child shall lead them in the mailbag. We have more mailbag coming up. <laughs> We'll have more analysis of 1930s hockey yeah. coming up. Yeah. The original six, Jack. Chicago, Boston, Montreal, Toronto, Las Vegas, Detroit, and Chillicothe. There you go. Um, uh, so obviously there's more on uh, was it a spy or not a spy in the Trump campaign. More people commenting on that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fever pitch, hair on fire, frothing at the mouth. Did Clapper, who was the former head of the, was he NSA, DNI, whatever he was, says that Russia actually turned our election for Trump? What? First time anybody's come out and said Russia actually affected the outcome of the election. Former U.S. Director of National yeah. Intelligence. There you go. And the he ended up the CIA, too, at one point, didn't he? Well, it doesn't matter. It's a little late in the game to be declaring that, isn't it? It's the first time anybody's been made that bold of a statement. So uh, we'll talk about that coming up later, too, on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. It's the memorial. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Wow, so we got some breaking news, I guess. So I'll bring out the donkey. Whoa. I don't know where Hanson got this info. I haven't gotten any news alerts. Hanson, where'd you get this info? You making it up? Yeah, wait a minute. Our phones aren't blowing up. How come our phones aren't blowing up? You making us up? What cable channel's going crazy with this? Talk. Talk out loud. Sorry. With your your mouse. CNN. Let me go to CNN. I want confirmation from a network I don't trust. (laughs) (laughs) To see if I believe this or not before I go on the air. Because I certainly, White House, Trump-Kim summit will not happen. The summit is off. Oh, Lord. Get the hell out of here. Was it Pence in his bellicose statement about Libya yesterday? Trump. Which was pretty stupid. I haven't heard that. Trump writes Kim canceling due to open hostility. In North Korea's recent statement. Damn. Is that, you got the one line, Marshall? Now are you going to say this is just part of the negotiation? This is just part of the negotiation, and (laughs) uh, it's not clear to me. I mean, they've both engaged in brinksmanship. Well, maybe it won't happen. Yeah, well, maybe it won't. You're right. I, I don't know where it goes from here. This is a very odd uh, it, uh, negotiations so far. What is the current location slash status of the journalists who are looking at the the demolition? They have been taken prisoner. <laughs> no, I, uh, deep within Mount Doom. I don't know. Did they make it back and are uh, headed home? Or it's not clear to me. I have no idea. 
I, I wouldn't want to get that news while I'm in the midst of nope. the jungle in North Korea. Open hostilities oh, have been declared. Oh, yeah. So the summit's off, so now he doesn't care if the world hates him for grabbing a whole bunch of American journalists. Oh, good. Oh, goody. Well, this is something. Like I said, this the whole deal has been so atypical, partly because of Trump. And, and, and Kim Jong-un is every bit as difficult as pre- to predict in different ways. But so, you know, in normal circumstances, I think, OK, it's off. But now, I don't know. It may be back on in an hour and a half. OK, CBS is on it now. So we were, I would say, second in the nation to have it, thanks to Hanson. I'm, uh, I'm very proud of that. Hmm. The Washington um, Post has it, too. Washington Post has They're it now. Third. They have it now, yeah, but they heard nice it on the Armstrong Post. and Getty show. Yeah. They heard it from Hanson. Welcome to the party. Where you been? I would say uh, that this being different, you, you give credit to Trump for it being different, and you yeah. think, well, why wouldn't you do it differently? Because doing it the same way would be stupid since right. the results have been terrible. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do it differently? Uh, yeah, I mean, not every disruptor uh, ends up improving what they've disrupted. Yeah, but there is the um, old the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting oh, a sure. different result. Oh, yeah, I don't doubt that for a second. Um, I, he they said it was over the uh, the hostility, the open hostility. North Korea's most recent statement. I, I'm not sure I'm familiar with their most recent yeah, statement. What was their most recent now, statement? Now I have uh, the New York Times posted North Korea calling Pence remarks ignorant and stupid issues new warning on summit. So what did Pence say? He said that uh, that. Um, uh, Kim Jong-un better come to the table and, and denukify, uh, otherwise you might end up like uh, Libya. North Korea might end up like Libya. That's an incredibly bad example because Libya agreed to disarm, and then, uh, well, subsequently, uh, Muammar Gaddafi got overthrown and rode a bayonet down the street. But So, Un uh, is thinking, Libya? Pence said that yesterday? Yeah. Wow, I thought we had worked that out over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Because that was, that was, yeah. I went to dictionary.com. The actual definition of insanity is the state of being seriously mentally ill. <laughs> ah, that helped to clarify things. I think it's st- Einstein's definition of insanity yeah. is the whole uh, doing it over and over, which That's is a what good they one. say. Yeah. In a statement carried by North Korea's official Korean Central News Agency, uh, the uh, vice, somebody or other who's a uh, potentate, said he referred to, quote, unlawful and outrageous acts by top American officials and said that Mr. Pence had made, quote, unbridled and impudent remarks that North Korea might end like Libya. That's what I was thinking when you said that. I thought, that is impudent. <laughs> and unbridled. <laughs> no, but, so Bolton, a week and a half ago, brought up Libya on the talk shows, which was weird. And right. then Trump said, no, nah, Libya is not the model. Because Trump realized that was a ridiculous thing to say. Right, yeah, wait. Ooh, but then, hey, so hey, Pence nay on the Ibiole. But then, so Pence doubles down on the Libya talk yesterday? Was that... At the uh, direction of the White House, or why don't you use like East Germany as an example? Well, I'm or just wondering a different failed dictatorship that didn't willingly give up its arms. Now, there's Ian Bremmer on CBS, old friend of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Maybe we should ask him to come yeah, on and talk about this. Can we get audio, or, um, or do you want to listen to him now? That's not the TV. I always have oh, the wrong man. TV. Always, Ooh. always, I have the wrong TV up. Um. I'm wondering if it's part of the whole threat thing. I I interpreted what Trump said the other day about, we'll keep him safe. He'll be very safe if he does this. He'll be absolutely safe. I took that as a threat. Mm. You are not safe unless you do this. Yeah. And I think Pence, again, bringing up Libya, I think we're making a, a mob-like, should be a shame if something happened to you. I sort of play on I it. I still don't think you're right, but I'm getting wobbly. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's odd. Although this this marriage has been such a strange one from the beginning. The fact that they both got to the church and one said, oh, yeah, the other said, oh, yeah, and they went back to their cars. I'm not shocked by that. I'm really intrigued right. to see what happens next. It, 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 could, it could be off. I don't know. But f- the circumstances that led them to the idea of the summit have not changed. Some of the rhetoric has been unfortunate, but you still have the North Korean regime in serious financial trouble. You still have increased pressure from China. Um, you still have uh, Trump uh, threatening, uh, you know, all sorts of unholy acts. Yeah, well, yeah, you still have, and either he says it out loud or they say it behind the scenes. Just to let you know, nothing has changed. If we think you have a weapon, we are going to attack you. Right. Yeah. That's still the case, and there's no right. getting out of that. Maximum pressure, etc. So, again, it would not shock me if everybody wasn't talked down by the groomsman and the maid of honor and, and, and went back to the church. We'll see. Well, as far as a wedding goes, I'd say if either one of you is that wobbly yet, go ahead and call it off and think it over for a while. Yeah, just like it's a strange marriage. It's an arranged marriage. Yeah, but you got the cake and the tuxes and everybody flew in from out of town. Well, right. There's pressure. But yeah, okay. All right. You know me in marriage. I mean, if you're not sure, don't get married. But you don't know how many years great grandma's got it's a, left. It's a metaphor. Oh, okay. right. It's just okay. a metaphor. Okay, I didn't think it was. I thought it was an actual... Oh, gotta, if, if I thought you, we were talking about an actual wedding. Here. If at any point in your life you agree to marry somebody, you should be dragged forcibly to the altar and forced to marry them. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Have you I seen any know. of the latest Hawaii footage? It's just insane. You got guy, news guys doing their stand-up report with a volcano erupting behind them. And I don't mean like five miles behind them. I mean like they could turn and throw a rock into it. Crazy. So we got to be afraid of getting boiled. We got a bunch of things we got to stay up on. Um, and we we'll probably, still haven't gotten a bonus mailbag. Right. So we got all the mailbag. We probably ought to talk to somebody smart about North Korea. We've got uh, James Clapper's comment that the Russians turned the election for Trump. It's the first time anybody's said that. Oh, shut up, Baldy. He's got a book out. Oh, oh, is wait a, a minute. Is that a coincidence? Seriously? That somebody makes such a strong statement with a book out? Again, but... it's a little late in the game to suddenly be saying that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.